Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Speed Street. Good to be back as always. Connor Daly, Joey Molinero with you. How yes. are you? Great. Fantastic. Great time of year. Living out my 20s. Yeah, <laughs> it's we're uh, in the wind down here. Yeah, it's, it's a tough scene, but it's uh, it's good. It's been an interesting weekend for Formula One. Uh, there's a lot going on in life in general. This is a busy time of year. I'm, uh, yeah, we got a lot of great questions today, a lot of great things going on. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I what did you came... do this weekend? <sighs> this weekend, what did I do? I had a Christmas party. Had oh, my first of the season. I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah, I had a little uh, little sweater bash um, on Saturday night, so that was great. Friday night was at the Pacers game. Oh. They're rebuilding, apparently, so that's good. <laughs> They need to I after did see what we saw. About that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday night, two of their best players, the Heat, were down two of their best players, and Pacers got beat by about fifteen. Yeah, so that's a shame because I thought we were about to go on a run here. I, I, I went to a couple games and mm-hmm. I saw some positive gameplay. Yeah, and I, I love the Pacers. I really do. I'm a big Pacers fan. Me too. And um, fun to go. To then games. I just then I saw like T.J. McConnell's getting surgery on his wrist, yeah. and then. Were they talking about trading? Was that a rumor that they were talking about trading our best players out or something like that? Well, no, that's the report is that oh. uh, the ownership is finally down with rebuilding and it's about time. I oh, just, I, all right. It's not working. It's just not working. We better not be getting rid of Sabonis, though. I think he's one of the guys that they're getting rid of. <laughs> to yeah. do what? Like, to get play some, in the G League? <laughs> <laughs> to, get some, to get some draft picks or oh, get some young man. players? Hey man, they've had their shot. It's just not working. So. I guess so. I mean, we, I want to. I want to see us fighting for a championship. Like we're like Indiana is basketball. I know like, we are. Like 
I want to go to the NBA Finals in Indianapolis. I, I want to. I want to go. I do too. The That's Game been, Bridge Fieldhouse. I want to go. Over twenty years. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Two thousand, man. I do long. remember going to a playoff game when we were playing the Raptors, and I was with Hinch. Mm-hmm. And he, ah, we we sat, we got to sit on the floor for a NBA playoff game, which was awesome. And Hinch was disrespectful enough to wear Raptors gear, obviously, because he's very Canadian. And we got some great photographs because I think Tony Kanan was there as well. And it was Tony very, Kanan, big very Pacers hilarious. guy, big Pacers guy. Yeah. I think he was just there for the free food. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was such a cool experience. And man, it'd be awesome to just, it'd be great to just see the support. There was so much energy in that building. I know, man, we need to get back. We need Playoff to get back basketball, there. baby. Come that's, on. That's where, that's why we're, that's why we're rebuilding. That's why we're trading. <laughs> that's because we got, we, we got to get back there. Well, yeah. Maybe by the time I'm 40, then we'll go okay. to the playoffs. Well, you're about to be 30, mm-hmm. right? What's the countdown on that officially? Uh, well, it's six days. It's exactly next week. It's the fifteenth, I think. It's a f- so. It's, you think your birthday is right, the fifteenth? It's no, it is the fifteenth, <laughs> which is next so Wednesday. Then, yes, yeah, so is it, this is today. Wednesday, and it is a week from today. And you're heading to Vegas for that, right? Well, yes, that's the next weekend. <laughs> we're going on a weekend because we're not going to Vegas on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? Okay, which so is respectful. The weekend of the seventeenth, eighteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, twenty. Nice. I was going to yeah. invite you to my Christmas party, but you have bigger and better things. Do you want to come to Vegas instead? <laughs> <laughs> Don't think the wife would like that move oh, for me. Oh, man. But. You know what? That's But see that? You know, that's, 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 hey, you get that with the relationship, apparently, right? Yeah. You got to, you got to limit, you got to limit yourselves. You got to mm-hmm. play, play ball in certain fields. You know what I mean? This is right. You I gotta respect pick, that. You, you got to pick your spots. Pick, you gotta as, pick as your as battles. Yeah. Uh, that's coming up. We'll, we'll cover more of that next week before you hit the road there. Maybe we'll <laughs> oh, have yeah. a little birthday, birthday show podcast. theme for, yeah. for, for Connor <laughs> next week. That'll be great. Yeah. Um, but today we got uh, F1. Lewis Man. versus Max that happened over the weekend. College football playoff is finalized. So, again, we talk racing. We talk everything here. Yeah. Uh, be sure to give us a follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, my YouTube channel to find you. You know the deal. Yeah. Leave, us a re- leave us a review. Been getting good reviews. Been getting good ratings. All five-star ratings so far. That's great. Which is great. And uh, I, I also think that the, the, I, w- there's questions that we're going to answer this week. Yep. And I think the, the the questions are some of the best that we've actually got, which means that people like actually care to listen to our answers, yes. which I think is really cool. Because like, it's not just like, what's your favorite color? Or like, who? Right. What's your favorite forest animal? You know, what I mean, it's like this is like really cool stuff that like I think people want our opinions on, which is like that's meaningful. It you know is. I mean, I like that. Yeah. So do all those things. Yeah. So we can continue to do this show. It helps out a lot. Helps out the algorithm. Helps people want to listen to us more. So thank you for doing that. We appreciate you. Also, we got to thank uh, our friends at the shop, the shop indie. They came up with our logo oh, yeah. we love what they do we love their work all their new gear they put out they just put out some new uh purdue pete stuff because purdue's number one in the country it's wild How about that for the first time in school history purdue basketball number one in the country uh so you got to check out the shop indie brian kelly and those folks over there doing a great job but um how cool is that too by the way because like I, I missed out on college obviously but like my little brother is a freshman at purdue mm. can you imagine that like that type of energy when you're going to college and your team is number one i that's wild. What a year for him because yeah. the football team, eight and four. Yeah. They upset two top five teams. Yep. They're going to a bowl game. 
in Nashville, actually, which mm. is pretty sick. I'm toying with the idea of going to that. That does sound nice. I saw uh, our, our pal Deepu is going to be oh, there, yes. of course. Oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> December 30th, the Boilers are going bowling uh, down in Music City. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, he, he's there for that. And now the Purdue basketball team, number one. Yeah. And I know that a few he's the got ladies sports to the home are games, up. I think, as well, which is really cool. That's incredible. I think, can you apply? How does that work as a student? I feel like you can apply to get the, the student section tickets or you buy them or something like that. I, I think know. it's a little bit of both. Okay. And I think yeah. like I missed out like on college. So seniority kind of takes. Okay. He definitely, first. he's a big basketball fan though. So I think yeah. he was, he was fully in on that, which I think is awesome. Oh yeah. Like, that, that's that, so cool. He historic. was at the game, the last game that they won. And I was like, last home, game, I was like, man, that's fun. Against Iowa. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Right. And that's the one that pushed them to number one because they, they stayed undefeated. So, yeah. What a cool wow. experience. Oh, and buy my shirts at the shop, too. You can still buy Connor Daly shirts at the shop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shop. Christmas is, you Christmas know, is coming. 17 days away or whatever. I mean, we're, we're getting to the two, po- two week point. Um, it's very exciting. They got packages there. They got, they got uh, Connor Daly stuff there. I, I, they can't uh, technically say Colts and Pacers stuff, but it is yeah. Colts and Pacers <laughs> stuff. I'll say it for Support them. Support Indiana. Um, you know, they got all the Indy 500 uh, stickers. Oh, yeah. That are great. Those are good stocking stuffers. Oh, yeah. Are you a big stocking stuffer guy? I love stockings, man. I think they're so fun. They're great. I, I, I'm a big stocking guy. I think my family did it right. We had those stockings that had our names on them when we oh, were kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I think there's just something in there. You know, before I had diabetes, it was nice to get little candies and stuff like that, little little treats in there. What's now post it's like, well, Socks. now it's like I hope I get deodorant and soap. Yeah, you know? like, right. Like I really want some more Axe body spray. Just right. kidding, I'm not a body spray guy. We left that in middle school. Yeah, but uh, 2009 for yeah, sure. 2009. Absolutely, that's the year where we left it. Uh, but yeah, man, I I love stuff. I just Christmas in general at my family's house is just a great time. I bet. Just a. The food and the Christmas films, and which I do want to talk about today as well. Okay. Christmas movies uh, with big debate, obviously, all the time. All right. Um, but yeah, man, love Christmas time. Yeah. Love Christmas time. Now, does it affect, like, since your birthday is 10 days away from Christmas, is this weird? It's does annoying. it make your birthday suck or Christmas suck? No, birthday, birthday for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. Christmas is always awesome no yeah. matter what. And I feel bad because another driver, friend of uh, another Connor, Connor Filippi, he's factory BMW driver known him since we were kids and raced together for many, many years. His birthday's on Christmas. And I'm like, man, that's tough. That's a tough scene. And I, and his family is some of my favorite people ever too. And I, I just like, I'm like, man, you know what? I respect that you guys do what you do to celebrate, but man, that's tough to compile in two of the biggest days that you could have in your year yeah. all in one day. That is that's a tough uh, one. That, that is tough. And, hey, even Joseph Newgarden's birthday is here very, very close to Christmas. Too. I think he's the 20th or he's after. Oh, Christmas. really? I think he's he's very close, very close to Christmas. So you got Hinch, you and Jay New mm. all in December. All December birthdays. Wild. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I heard before um, we got in the studio that you're you're cutting your mullet. No, 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 not cut it, just getting the haircut. Okay. Yeah, it's getting a little raspy and rowdy, and we got the PRI show this week in Indianapolis, so, like, yeah. a lot of a lot of business meetings, and it, well, I don't want it to look too tattered, you know, like, I, like I've been out in the streets living sure. for, you know, a little bit. Yeah, I just, we got to get it tuned up a little bit. A little per- business Cut it down the sides a little bit and look more streamlined, little aerodynamic look, you know what okay. I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah. And then once you lock up the deals, then you can, yeah. <laughs> then we can let it, let grow, it grow out grow. like a like a yeah like a mammoth of okay. some kind. Yeah, today's also a big day for you because uh, Halo new release. Ooh, Tell me yeah. about this. Yeah, so Halo Infinite the campaign's coming out today. I'm not a video game guy, so oh, what does that mean? What I don't it, know. <laughs> Joey, you're missing out, man. I tell you what, <laughs> I gotta give a shout out to Xbox and Halo. I got a package that came to my door the other day. 
And I, thankfully I, I have, I've, there's an incredible woman that works at 343 Industries who, who are the behind the Halo games, right? Mm-hmm. Her name is Kiki Wolfkill, which is potentially the coolest, potentially the coolest name of all time. What? Like if you're going to work in the video game industry, that's the coolest name of all time. Her God-given last name is Wolfkill? Wolfkill. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. My God. Yeah. And her brother as well is also an awesome, uh, he's big into the racing games. Like, and I've met the, they love racing. Mm-hmm. Kiki and her brother- they love racing. They've come to many races. Like Kiki was at Portland with me this year. Incredible time. And I didn't think she believed that I was as big of a Halo fan as I am. Like I'm talking had Halo 1, Halo 2, bought all the special edition Xboxes, controllers. Mm-hmm. I, I signed up for these merch programs. I read the books. Like I read all the books and I don't read books. I'm a nerd, you, I don't, Oh, big nerd. <laughs> And she really didn't believe me. And we even got into the Thanksgiving storage unit in my pa- family's house, found more Halo stuff. Yeah. And I sent her a picture of it. And I get this giant box that comes to my door this week. And I've, I've been so pumped for this game. I've been playing multiplayer already. I've been getting into it. We're streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ConnorDaily22. No big deal. You can follow me. I'll be nice. streaming all day today for the next eight hours. <laughs> nice. <laughs> playing through the campaign. Um, but... I, I got the coolest thing ever. They sent this customized, this giant box that I had to open up with a key mm-hmm. that was UNSC, sure. United Nations Space Command. No big deal. What does that mean? It's Halo. It's okay. America, the world, <laughs> world against the aliens. You know what I mean? And, and so I opened this box and there's, I open, there's a customized controller. For for the for the game that's uh-huh, coming out, one one seven Master Chief John, no big deal. You don't know about it. It's it's he's only only America's greatest hero, and by <laughs> by is, that I mean the world. <laughs> this is some this is some it's, real nerd shit. This oh is great. yeah 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 yeah. So I got this helmet and I I t- popped this. It's like a life size helmet. Yeah, like yeah, I put yeah, it on my cool. head. Yeah. Took it off and it starts playing the Halo theme song. No <laughs> oh yeah. You take this thing off and it's like oh. And I, I tell you what, I almost started crying. I said, this is the greatest moment I've ever had in my life. It's really, I'm really easy to please in certain scenarios. I'm just like, this is like, I'm like, yep, my life's complete. Like I just, I got this controller. I got this helmet Mm -hmm. that I can put on and it can play music. Yeah. And, uh, and I got a cool jacket as well. I got a jacket. Now, is it like a, like a Top Gun jacket? Like, no, no, it's like a, it's actually like a rain jacket. It's, it's kind (laughs) of odd, but it's, it's great. All black, 117. That's Master Chief's number. No big deal. Spartan 117. You wouldn't know about it. Maybe that's what your, yeah, that's what your number should be in your next ride. I don't think we can do triple numbers, but (laughs) but if we could, I tell you what I would. That'd be sick. And so I, I don't know what else I got, but it's, it's, it's really just the coolest. I, I think, in life, you got to look back at some times where, you know what, this job that you're doing has made you lucky. And sure. although I am, there is a hashtag bad luck Connor, there are certain scenarios that even though we might have terrible luck on the racetrack, we still have made it to be a racing driver. And I am lucky to receive some certain things. And this was probably the top thing that I've ever received. So now can you play? Like, will you be able to stream with the helmet on? Can no, you see I, playing? People, a lot no. of people have asked me that and it is not possible to Dang. do that. Yeah, sadly. But uh, today, yeah, the campaign is released today at one o'clock Eastern time. So uh, after this podcast, I will be going to get my haircut, obviously, mm-hmm. and hoping that that experience goes quite quickly. And I might honestly not be heard from the rest of the day. Well, you got to look fresh for the stream. 
Yeah, well, you know? yeah, I will be streaming on Twitch all day. I, 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 I kid you not, I might play for the next 12 hours. That See, you know what? <laughs> that That's awesome because I, every year I tell myself, I'm, this is going to be the year of the video game. I'm going to get a console for Christmas. <laughs> and every year I don't. Because I, I I wish I had I those assume experiences. That's not something your wife is going to get you for Christmas. No, like, you know what? I want to get my husband something where he can spend less time with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like every year, literally since I was like a freshman in college, I'm like, this is the year of the video game. I'm going to get a console oh, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to veg out and I'm going to play my video games and I just never do it. And that sounds fantastic. That sounds like such a like calming it's an immersive and fun, experience. Right. Like, yeah. how much do you love Star Wars? That's, I, I, more than anything exactly that's like me and halo like i read the story i watch i watched a 26 minute youtube video last night about explaining the story from the last halo to this game Mm -hmm. because there might have been some things that i missed in some weird books that i didn't get somehow or like storyline you're doing the spark notes halo spark notes no i'm just getting in there i want to see some details the characters what am i missing what am i picking up i will do everything to know about the story because i'm emotionally engaged yeah I am fully involved. Yeah, and, I, and when I, you know, when I was saying nerd shit, I can't, I wasn't making fun of you. It's, oh, just, no. it's just different <laughs> because I have, I, have yeah. I, I am the same. I mean, I have a, I have a Millennium Falcon tattoo for God's sake. You do. I have a Mandalorian helmet at my house. Yeah. So it's, it's the same just thing. like my Halo helmet. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Um, what was I going to ask? Shit. Well, no, check. I just, no, I, go, I yeah. can't wait to, at some point in my life, I live in a condo, right? And like we were just talking about this, you know, you want to buy a house. You, I, like, yeah. I want to get a house eventually, right? Because my basement in my house, it's going to be, it's better be big because it's going to be awesome. Halo. It's, yeah. it, well, there's going to be a racing section, right? We're going to have cool. suits, mm-hmm. helmets, gaming arena, and then arena. Halo. <laughs> like wow. it's going to be, I don't actually know. There might have to be a separate room in the basement for the gaming arena. Yeah. But there's going to be so much. I kid you not, I have Halo posters that I could frame on the wall. Mm-hmm. We've got all this like, lore stuff like all these documents and p- pictures and mouse pads and i mean there's it's the real deal it's gonna be something where it's all about i can't wait to do that and i'm gonna have to pay someone to do it because i'm not creative enough to design something exciting but that basement is gonna be the most dude basement dude nerd basement i think of all time i love that of racing and video games you gotta now you gotta be careful to pick the right female to go with you on that because you know they couldn't well that's or just you know you <laughs> she might just, have to deal with something on that one yeah, i'm not gonna true. lie or yeah or just make it happen before you know the, oh yeah the wife no, i'm gonna get a house before i then, get married i think yeah there you go for sure now where does this halo helmet rank because you're a man Oof. of many helmets man yeah you have a lot of, of treasured helmets a few uh huge uh, columns worth of, of helmets <laughs> at your place from other drivers yes uh, with signatures and meaningful you know where does this rank this is very close to the top because yeah. i also have a, a dead mouse helmet which is also very unique and very cool and joel has signed that now i this helmet has a little stand on it so it's a little bit different you know what i mean so i don't it ranks very high like okay. very very high top three I would say top five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe even top three. All right. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to separate those racing helmets because I think they're very cool and very unique. And like when you got guys like Carlos Sainz and and Jimmy Johnson, like mm-hmm. big names, right? Formula One NASCAR champion. And then you got Alex Rossi, obviously, mm-hmm. and Tony Kanaan. You mm-hmm. can't. You can't. It's tough. Yeah. You can't describe the differences there. It's just like all of them are great. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were prime 
Halo age. I mean, look, oh, look yeah. even even as somebody who's not a video game guy, if you were a middle school to high school oh, male from the years 2007 to now, you know, I mean, like great, especially era. like 2007 Dude, it, to like 2002. Oh, really? Yeah. 2002, I think Halo 1 came out. Oh, thanks. See, I'm just talking about like the oh. Xbox 360 oh, Halo. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's but like that Halo was like, 3 and like Halo 2. Yeah. Big, yeah. That was prime time. I mean, that was what like sleepovers were. Is you just got Land together parties. and you played Halo for like eight hours. Hooked up the boxes. Yep. Yeah. Until you just passed out, you know, and then, yeah. uh, I mean, that's what it you was. You drank 78 Mountain Dews. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And you're yep. just like literally fueled purely on sugar and caffeine. Monster and Halo. Oh. That was what it was. Monster might not have even been out yet. <laughs> I love I love that move that you do where you just like, you go up and you have your gun and you just murk somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it was well, like you press melee. B. Yeah, yeah melee, melee. You just suckers. freaking just like, yeah, oh, dude, I love that. Yeah. That was oh, great. Yeah. That's I was never Very, good, that's but fine. I love doing that. Hey, well, I'm going to do that for you today. I'm nice. going to go up behind some of these elites and maybe some of these brutes, and I'm just going to so I'm gonna slap them. Love it. Yeah. Good. All right. So, Connor, we know he's doing uh, <laughs> yeah, for, for the next foreseeable week. future. Yeah. <laughs> Any yeah. dinner plans tonight? Nope. <laughs> until until next week's show. I will, yeah. I will be fed purely through a straw for the next 12 hours, I think. <laughs> You're yeah, that South Park gif for that oh, yeah, guy yeah. the thing right Mom, there. Mom, toilet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. I'm going to be defecating through my chair for the rest of the evening. Defecating. No big deal. Wow. Yeah. That's big, big word. <laughs> Great word. Uh, so, let's get into some racing here oh, for yeah. a little bit. Let's recap. Uh, you, you give us the rundown of the formula one race in saudi arabia yes did you happen to watch it all i think it was i had a tweet about this as well i think it was literally the perfect motor race to engage america even more okay um, because it was a midday race 12 30 12 30 on the dot um obviously it goes up against football which is tough i was hooked into that yeah but there was a lot of controversy i mean it was just it was something and there will be a lot of different opinions on this, which, again, I think it's perfect for Formula One because there's just so much engagement. It's, it wasn't a boring race. Mm-hmm. It was somewhat boring, but there was just a lot going on. Max battling Lewis. There was red flags because there were accidents and the barriers needed to be repaired and virtual safety cars and strategy moves and, and, and people like – Max made a strategy call to stay out on the first pit stop to take the lead, and it went red. And under a red flag condition, you can change tires. So because Max stayed out under the safety car, he literally got a free set of tires and a free way to get in front, which, again, I think that rule will be changed. It's a ridiculous rule. I Whoever thought of that is a complete moron, honestly. I've No offense. Why is it so dumb? Because it it just cha- it changes the race entirely. Because if you if there's a red flag, and the teams obviously don't know when it goes to a safety car, they don't know that it's going to go red flag. They don't know if the barriers are damaged or the track needs repair or something like that. Or they don't know if the if the driver's injured and they need to go red flag for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it just it just changes it alters the strategy of the race. Because when you see a yellow flag, all right, teams are going to pit. So, you you know, you can get your free pit stop, change your tires, get a new different strategy. And if you stay out, you're like, oh, well, that that creates another strategy in itself. However, if then you end up staying out like Max did and there's a red flag, you can come in and change your tires. And and honestly, everyone else can change your tires behind you, too, which in Formula One, tires are everything. Mm -hmm. Tire strategy, that's everything. So I think that rule needs to be changed for sure. Um, But it, it created some drama. It's like, you know what? 
the the interesting and exciting thing that I think Formula One does do though is that when there is a red flag, there's another standing start, and standing starts are obviously electric. And so even though Max took the lead and got to got got to change his tires, he had a bad start. So Max drove Lewis all the way down deep into the corner, and they had a bit of contact, had a little bit of you know zippity doo dah. Max cut the track to stay ahead. And nice. then another red flag because there was another crash. Mm-hmm. So now there's a negotiation of a penalty of like whether Max, th- that was the most fascinating thing I think for a lot of people is the stewards basically offered a deal to Red, like, hey, so we're going to penalize you, but which one do you want? Do you want the Rena, the, the Alpine, Alpine or whatever it is, Esteban Ocon to be up front or do you want to be behind? Like, it was a very interesting game, which I don't think you can play because then it becomes a very debatable topic, right? It's not like there's a rule cut set in stone like, hey, if you do this, there's that. It's like, well, we're going to offer you this deal. It's like, what? What is this? The profit on CNBC? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> so so that'd be like in football, if there's a penalty yeah. thrown and they're like, this could be a 15-yard unnecessary roughness yeah. or <laughs> yeah. it could be a five-yard holding call. What do you want? What do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like a loss of down. Would you okay. Would you take five yards and a loss of down or, or 15, 15 yards, yards same down? Okay. Right. <laughs> like it's, right. it's an right. odd right. thing. Right. So so that, that happened. And again, made for a great standing start because then you had Esteban Ocon up front and then you got Lewis Hamilton – P2 God, and Max these names P3. Are so cool. They're so cool, yeah. And so Max finally then gets a great start and he fires it in there. And mm-hmm. and honestly, so brave. Max is driving at absolute bravery. He does not there are no fornicates given, you know what I mean? No no Fs given at all. <laughs> I've never heard it used in that context. No fornicates are given, you know what I mean? <laughs> So there are nothing and it is fascinating to watch that because everyone hit each other. You know, Lewis had contact with Esteban and Max got through and now it's now it's a matter of who hit who and is there more penalties. Now, that's kind of interesting, too, right? Because, I mean, Max is in the lead for the championship, correct? Yeah, they're in the battle for the championship. And so, so for him to like fire that uh, that way and not give any fornicates, yeah, like that's kind. Of, I mean, he could just kind of play it cautious, right, and like stay ahead. Or did no, he have to because, go for it because well, Lewis was right there? Well, yes, because if Lewis wins and he finishes second, then I think that tr- then then it changes. Mm-hmm. So, which well, actually, it didn't change, but that's how it ended up because mm-hmm. Lewis did win and Max did finish second, and now it was tied. So he knew that he needed to win to basically have more of a safety blanket going into the last race. Okay. So I just, I, I, that's where, th- this is when it gets to, gets weird because Max was at some point then ordered to give Lewis the position back because they started battling Max kind of, you know, everyone's like, eh, are they forcing him off track or are they not? And then Max starts to let Lewis by, which here is what I don't understand because Racing science, and people will know this if you watch racing, normally the fault is now, and I've I've been on the other side of this where it could be the other person's fault as well. The overtaking driver is at fault, 
nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Because if you're the one making the move and it goes wrong, that's on you. Yeah. This was a big argument when when Pato Award took me out in Road America 2020. Trying to make a move in a space where there wasn't much of a move and massive crash for me and and no issue. But like it's on it's the overtaking driver's responsibility. That's that's what it is. If you get hit by the overtaking driver, well, I mean that's that's because he made a mistake. You're gonna like in in Pato and I's situation, there was not enough room there, and I, I, I it's it's a very similar situation in Formula One. Like they were trying, like Lewis had an opportunity to go by Max, but he just stayed behind him and ran into the back of him. And so mm. I'm like, well, hang on a second, why did that happen? Like Max was clearly letting off, and they were on a straight. As drivers, as soon as you see a car backing off in front of you, you go, you, you go around him, but Lewis stayed right behind him. And I, and I don't, I don't really understand that. There's also this other element to it. DRS, which is their drag reduction system where they overtake people. So Max, I, the, again, very high level thinking, these guys, very, very high level. And thinking. Very quick this, this is a chess battle yeah. on the racetrack that is happening that I don't think we've seen for a long time okay. because Lewis could have just gone right around. But again, Lewis is thinking at a higher level. He's like, no, Max is letting me buy here because he wants to get the DRS for the next corner to pass him into turn one. Mm. So it's like, it's a complete He wasn't taking the bait. No, it was like a bait and switch type scenario, but it ended up just looking really bad for both because they hit each other. Mm. So now it's like, well, what's the, what's the problem here? You know what I mean? And then Max gets a penalty for it because he then, you know, force Lewis off the track, and 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 now it's just this complete debacle of now Max doesn't have enough tires to defend, so he basically has to finish second. But I just the way it all worked out is like I still don't know why Lewis hit Max. I, I don't think that was necessary, and now the championship is tied, but Max has the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So if they it, let's say Max fires it off into turn one and just wrecks Lewis, uh, Max still wins the championship. I think that's going to happen. I I think I could absolutely see if Max isn't starting on pole, he fires that sucker into turn one so deep you can never find it again. Wow. And it's like, you know what? Well, racing, I tried to go for it. You know what I mean? It's it's just a very interesting scenario that I can't wait to see play out because Max is in, you know, Max right now is in take no prisoners mode. Like, don't care. Just mm. I want to win. And yep. he's either going to win the race or he's going to burn sure Lewis's he, house yeah. to the ground on the way out. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. So these guys, like, do they legit hate each other, like, off, like when they're not racing? I think so. When they take the helmet off, they just, yeah? I think so. Okay. I just, I, I, only because I just, there, there's just, the mind games are at such a high level. Yeah. Such a high level. When you look at it, like, you look at what Max was doing in qualifying. What Max was doing on that lap in qualifying was one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. Like that lap, you could tell as a driver. Now to, to, to a lot of people, I'm sure it didn't, you, you can't really tell, but as someone who has, who has been on that ragged edge of a qualifying lap before and like who, who knows what mm-hmm. level you have to be at mentally and physically to put that type of lap together. It was astounding to watch what he was doing. And he just made a mistake. Because he was going for the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate lap. He would have he would have had the pole. He was already quick enough to be on the pole. And he was going for Wanted everything more. in that last corner. Yeah. And he hit the wall. 
And he started third. But, like, knowing that Max is at that level, if he does get that right in Abu Dhabi and he does get the pole and he does, you know, win the race like that, I mean, it's just it's see incredible him. to see. It's we're, we're going through an incredible era of a Formula One battle, and I just hope it doesn't get just swallowed up in politics Eesh. and penalties and yeah. FIA having to determine something. And I just that's just what I hope doesn't happen, which it might. Okay, so this Sunday is the last last hurrah. This is it. Yeah, okay. this is it, man. It's it's going to be an exciting one. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, Abu Dhabi is an incredible place to finish the season as well. Such an awesome racetrack, awesome environment, night race again. I Ooh. mean, just so cool. Well, the Steelers don't play on Sunday this week, so <laughs> there I will, you go. Uh, there you go. You better I'll, be locked I'll, in. I'll bro. Locked into that. And uh, who who are you pulling for? Are you pulling for Max? I'm a Max guy. I'm a Max guy. I, I just I, I've seen Lewis win. And, and I love Lewis. I think he is one of the most talented drivers in the world. Mm -hmm. And it would be cool to see someone get eight world championships. I mean, that's that's never been done before. It's right? a lot. But Save man, some for the rest of us. Guy. But man, Max is just. It's just. I I think. And also knowing how Max can party, I would love to see. <laughs> I would love to see Max celebrate <laughs> and just have himself a day. There we have go. Himself a time. And I hope he comes straight to Vegas for my birthday the weekend afterwards. <laughs> I, I did invite him, and he, I, I did not get a response yet, but I think that he would wins. be quite a place to celebrate a world championship on a 30th birthday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, whatever happens this Sunday, we'll have the recap uh, oh, next man. week on Speed I can't Street. wait to actually talk about it because that, that could be an electric experience. So that'll be uh, exciting. Um, I can't wait. It's just something that I – I think it's it's the perfect timing for F1, their Netflix series. It's just everything about it is just yeah. doing so much for Formula One. They must be just, they must be crying tears of happiness. They're like, we have the best battle in motorsport in the world right yeah. now. And we're the only motorsport that's still on TV right now. This is perfect. Did you see that um, Brad Pitt is in talks to be in a Formula One movie? I did see with that. With Lewis Hamilton? That is pretty cool. So I, uh, did you get in, into any more I did of the not, details? No, no, I did not get no, into no. it, nor was I invited to be a part of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but apparently that's happening. Um, Brad Pitt's going to star along with, I think, Lewis Hamilton's going to have, you know, kind of maybe not a starring role, but he's going to yeah, be in it. I like that. Uh, and it's going to be yeah, based around I mean, Formula more, more one, racing so. content. Let's bring it on. Yeah, that's, they got uh, the money to do it. There, cool. There's enough of a powerhouse sport. Let's do it. I want to see it. Brad Pitt. He he looks oh, like he'd be a, he looks like he'd be a Formula One you know, guy. Oh, more like a team owner guy, I think. Uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I think he'd be like a team representative. Like he'd play Toto Wolf. Don't know who that is. <laughs> Another cool name. Yeah, Don't know Toto Wolf. Is. He's yeah. the head of Mercedes Formula One team. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ah, he three again. He threw his headset when Lewis when Lewis hit Max. He threw his headset like Just shouting pissed, obscenities, yeah. and I was like, "This is this is what America Great. wants." Yeah. I tweeted. I said, if there was a fist fight at the end of this race, I mean, mm -hmm. now it's on Sports Center. Yeah, I mean, top so. ten. Here we go. We got a Formula One battle, and someone's throwing haymakers uh -huh. in the pit lane. Hamilton haymaker. Hey, Come on, the haymaker yeah. Hamilton. There yeah. we go. Yeah, dude. so awesome. So we got that coming up this weekend. That'll be great. A lot of drama in Formula One. Appreciate yep. that recap. And we'll, oh, yeah. we'll have it next week as well. There's a lot more to um, it, but man, I love it. We. Uh, also today on on December eighth, a little bit of exciting news. Uh, got our got our uh, lots and our, our reservations booked for Mid Ohio, twenty twenty two. Love that. Um, so yeah, Fourth of July weekend again at Mid Ohio. 
a blast, an absolute blast. Love, camp, a blast, lo- blast. love camping out there. Um, just, just love the whole scene out there at mid Ohio. It's such a fun weekend. So looking forward to that, uh, as well. Shout out my guy, uh, Jeremiah Morrill, and, um, <laughs> you know, a few, few other pals who, who make that happen. Um, what else we got today? It's my dog's birthday today. Love that. Yeah. Happy one, birthday dog. He's a year old. Uh, happy great he's, he's a puppy I love dogs happy is a year old so i'm going to uh, after we record what are, what are your thoughts on celebrating dog birthdays but I, I i don't don't go over the top okay what would that look like i don't i don't i, I just i don't think you want to be the guy on instagram that has three to four stories of a cake maybe even a, a special hat for the dog mm. i just don't know if that's appropriate does does the maybe fact, some loving photographs one to two loving photographs does the fact that i have a wife does that play a role at all if i was a single man i would probably agree with you but. no no this is no 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 this is this is it doesn't matter wife or no wife this mm. is this is the limit wow. i want to see two loving photographs that's it two photographs from the past maybe okay. but i don't want to see a song i don't want to see uh candles i don't want to see that I don't think that's – I think that's a little bit too much. Okay. Maybe if your dog was turning 10, well, like, like first like birthday, decade, you know, it's like, you know, it's like with a baby. Their first birthday, everybody gets around and they shove their face into a cake and all that shit. Well, because adults are looking to party. You know what I mean? Like if you've had your baby, that's a big – hey, congratulations, you made it through. Yeah. This baby doesn't know what's going on. Okay. Not a clue what's going on. But boy, do these adults want to have some champagne yeah. and maybe a couple cocktails uh-huh. to celebrate this one-year-old. <laughs> Maybe get a couple free diapers from your boys. I don't yeah, know. little diaper party. Yeah. See, I think you're kind of you're speaking as a as a man without a dog. No, I love dogs, dude. My family has two, and I I would celebrate the heck out of them. We don't even know when their birthdays are. <laughs> Not a clue. Huh? Well, yeah. When we got the paperwork, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think my family got paperwork. Okay. We just, just got pick, given these up dogs. Some mutts. Yeah, we yeah. got Thomas Schechter gave us a dog when his lady left him, and, huh, and so we no, it was great. Oh, it was good. Dog's awesome. Okay. Yeah. But we don't know the birthday. Okay. And we inherited another dog from my cousin who is now pregnant with the second child. So ah. They took kids over dog. Got it. Which I respect. Well, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to I'm gonna take you my pup what? out for some treats. So, okay, so now that's some fine. bones. But I don't, you can treat that dog as much as you want, but I, don't, I, I just don't know if it should be like a, you know, seven to eight story type thing on Instagram. Is that what you were thinking about doing as well? Mm, no. I mean, I okay. might document it a little okay, bit. Okay, all right. You know, hey, to each you their own. To, right? I was just giving you my thoughts what on about it. A, what about, a, I mean, posts? Like a post is fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One a post and two stories I think is the limit. Okay. That's yeah, I'm. You know, this is good objective outside. Yeah, uh, look that's at all. It, you know what I mean. I'm sure. And you know what? May, you have a, you have a large following, Joey. Maybe there's a seventy percent of it that want to see dogs all day long. People are a fan of my of Happy. They that's are a fan good. of Happy Boy, and I am too. Yeah, that's I good. love your dog. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a but good boy. But I think there's you know there's a limit to where it's like all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> The first all, all right, right. <laughs> and you get to the second all yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and Okey you got problems. Yeah. yeah, now we're now we're skipping through the stories. Now it's like all right, we're who's next? Uh, yeah, who's next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, it's a fine line. It's a yeah. fine line for sure. What uh, did you um, What did you think of the college football over the weekend? I thought it was uh, very exciting. Uh, I thought that the team there was a lot going on, and I'm again not a big college football guy, but 
I do think the powerhouse of Nick Saban is really interesting to see in action. brother. Because, and I know you got a great Nick Saban, but I (laughs) seeing him, like his reaction to like what people were saying and the fact that Alabama was getting points. Like, are you kidding me? If you as a gambler thought, I'm going to take Georgia against Nick Saban getting points, I just... I, I now again I don't know much about Georgia, but the to see the way they got throttled by Alabama is just it's wild. So right, uh, like <laughs> last week people I went on, I did a few radio hits. Yes. I, I did a few things. People kind of asking me like, what are your thoughts? You know, SEC title game this weekend. You know, is, uh, is Georgia finally going to get it done? I was like, don't you just have a feeling? Yeah, <laughs> that that the emperor is gonna dude. It's in the pit of your stomach. You on. just you're like. There's you know? no way Saban loses his no, game. There's no. no way. I'm trying to think of like a, a racing analogy, maybe be able to help. But like, like, uh, you know, Georgia is just like Alabama is their kryptonite. They cannot get yeah. over the hump. They cannot get it done. Even if they have a lead, they had a 10 point lead in that yeah. game, squandered it away. They had a lead in the national title three years ago, squandered it away. They had a lead in the Big Ten championship two years ago, same thing. Gone. I mean, it just like. <laughs> yeah, man. I what for whatever reason, I, and I compared it to like the Water Boy. You seen Water Boy? Oh yeah, right. Yep, yep, With, yep, uh, yep. I I said that right now. Georgia is Coach Klein before he gets his manhood back, <laughs> and Saban is Red Bull. You Saban's over there just laughing with his notebook. Yeah, and and Coach Klein is Georgia and Kirby Smart, and they just can't figure it out. They can't get it Jeez. done. They're all scared. You know what I mean? Coach Klein is is Coach Smart, and he's like shying away and everything. It is very interesting to see, man. And now we have it set up to where, I mean, we very we very easily could have uh, a Georgia-Alabama matchup in our town for the you national so. championship uh, and, and on January 10th. Yeah. Yep. Very, I mean, because Bama's number one. They're going to play Cincinnati. I mean, you have a feeling. Do you that think that's going to be a game? No. Okay. Because I, 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 I've been very curious to, to think. I saw some – I saw this kid on uh, – I think I think Barstool actually reposted this like TikTok of this kid from Cincinnati I like stepping on the Alabama jersey. I'm like, don't don't do that. Like, uh, don't. Yeah. that's not a good way to start. That's not a good way. If I you just think for it. a second that Saban is at all being like, well, you're just gonna walk through this. I mean, he's showing them that. He's telling them like, oh, people are talking talking upset, blah blah blah, and they're just gonna come out and just absolutely obliterate. Like, is it gonna be like sixty five to ten? Could be. <laughs> I mean, they just did. They just put up forty-one points on a Georgia defense, which is apparently very good. People were talking about in historic fashion. Yeah, that Georgia defense was only giving up like literally eight points a game. Forty points. Yeah, now, forty-one yeah, points. Forty-one from points. Alabama. Yeah, d- double-digit. You know, they by a double-digit margin they won. Now, part of me as a, I love a good underdog story, right? I would. There's part of me that would be like, man, would that be so cool? And what what a scene in America if Cincinnati Cincinnati beats Alabama? It would be what a scene, but I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I mean, I just it just it's gonna can't. be like it's gonna be like um like the zero and ten Detroit Lions, <laughs> which now have a win. Hey, Dude, Motor big, City Dan, big, big win Lions Motor City Dan. I just love the underdog story, man. To see that pure joy from that team. That was celebrating being one ten and one. Like I just love that. That was big. To see Motor City Dan go up and hug Jared Goff like they just won the Super Bowl or they just got all their favorite Christmas gifts in one time. You know, like 
That was I love seeing that type of emotion. It, I thought it was great. It was. It was a big emotion. But it I was, don't think we're going to see that with Cincinnati. No, <laughs> I, just don't I, I, I don't either. I don't either. And and you know Georgia Michigan is going to be a fantastic game. Oh yeah, I mean, that's going to be. Who a, do you think wins that one? You think Michigan can pull it off? I think Michigan can. I yeah. do. I do too. I, I definitely think they can. I mean, a lot of energy in Michigan right now. Yeah, they're playing as good as anybody in the country right now. I mean, they rolled into Indy and they they beat Iowa by forty. I mean, yeah. You know, uh, I'm still thinking about that inspirational text to Jim Harbaugh. (laughs) Maybe save it, you know, like I don't do. I send the inspirational text to Jim Harbaugh before the Georgia game or when they win and then they have to take on Alabama. I think when they're here. Okay. Yeah, I I think you're right. Yeah. Wait, wait to the national title. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, you got Georgia, Michigan. Very, I, I, I really, I think that's going to be a phenomenal game. I think either one. I mean, they're both kind of built the same, you know, uh, very very strong physical defenses yes. um you know like to run the ball a lot quarterback plays like the guy that you know it's like you make a play for us but you don't have to put the whole game on your shoulders type yeah. of deal uh so i'm I, excited man i think i think it's gonna be very interesting i, I think i just want i want to send that i want to send that jim harbaugh i just want to talk to jim i actually do if he if he does make it to town i want to have dinner with jim harbaugh Alabama, Michigan would be. I think Alabama, Michigan would be just phenomenal for I the think sport. For, yeah, for college football, man, that would be whoo, two. Probably, be I one. mean, two of the top three. You know, maybe like throw Notre Dame in there, but two of the top three blue bloods in college football. Probably the most blue bloods. You blue know, bloods. public universities, Bama, oh, yeah. Michigan, just like history, physicality, two great head coaches. I mean, the storylines, Big Ten, SEC. Oh. The storylines would be incredible. Yeah. So I, I'm pulling for that. I'm pulling for Bama, Michigan. We know old Dave, too. Old Mr. Portnoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barstool head man. I t- seeing him cheer on Michigan, too, is something that is is pretty awesome to watch. Dave would be in town again. <laughs> I, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I would hope that I'd be able to get to meet uh, Coach Saban oh, with yeah. him in town. That, that would be cool. Hopefully make that happen. You guys um, need that photograph and interaction yeah, for sure. Exactly. You've so. not met Coach Saban no. before? Oh, that no, I've not. You think he's seen, has he seen your videos? You think I've had a few sources from inside that say he has. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. I think, I think he would look at you and be like, great to meet you, Joey. Yeah. And, and, but that's it. Like not a very like, Hey, he'd have kind of, I thought that was funny. It's just like, Hey, good to meet you, pal. Yeah. I I think he'd have kind of a snarky comment maybe, you know, and we'd take a photo and then he'd get on with his business. (laughs) But he'd look at you also like at the end, like I'm watching you. He'd give me kind of a look. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like a I, look that might shake you to your bones, potentially. Well, people have asked, and he's like, I was not nervous to meet Coach O, but I, oh, yeah. I would be nervous to meet Coach Saban. Yeah. Because he's well, like, he's kind of like Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. He had a very Darth Vader-y type look. And I want to so? catch him at a good time. Like, when's a good time to catch Coach Saban when he's leading up to the national championship? <laughs> Because every moment he's just going to be pissed off, like trying yeah, to get his like, team ready. We need to think about the game. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, what is, is there ever about? a good time to, you know? Like, what do you think him? he's thinking about at Starbucks? I don't even think he goes to Starbucks. Like, what is there ever a moment where Nick Saban's like, I wonder what else is going on in the world? No. <laughs> no. And maybe that's what greatness is all about. No, I really, I really don't think there is. That's I think incredible. That's only what goes through his head. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. Good week. Good weekend for college. I love the bowl season. Bowl season's oh, yeah. getting ready to start. You know, and you just have that random, like, you know, Shreveport Independence Bowl on like December eighteenth. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> I I'm actually excited. 
was that legit? The the barstool Arizona Bowl or whatever with Creed playing the halftime show. Uh, it's not Creed. It's or Scott. Scott yeah, Staff. Scott Staff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's him from Creed. <laughs> I was directed I, very very intently to make sure that everybody knows that it's, it's not, not Creed. Creed. It's Scott Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp from Creed. So, but does that mean we're gonna play? Can you take me higher though? Higher and all the Creed hits or no? I'm not sure. I don't know. Gosh, I, just I, know really, Scott's hope, gonna I really hope he's flying through the air again. <laughs> That's a real Can thing. You take me higher. higher. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. That's coming up on the 30th, I believe. Yeah. Their New Year's I can't Eve, wait actually. To watch that one, honestly. Um, yeah. Central Michigan and Boise State. So it should be fun. But I, uh, I wanted to get into a little bit of Christmas movies, yeah, but I please. also don't. But I also, we have some questions. So let's just get into it real quick because I think. I have a couple um, interesting family Christmas watches that okay. that I don't know if people really um, will expect. Right. What, what do you go to? Is there a Christmas film that you just think, you know what, we're going to watch these three movies? What are your, like, three? Because did, did you put something up, up on Twitter about this, like your top five Christmas movies? That was songs. Or, songs, okay, yeah. yeah. But – uh, I'm I, I mean, I'm a huge Christmas movie. Like, are guy. you a diehard guy? Like, diehard at Christmas time. You know what? I just watched Die Hard for the first time really? last week. Oh wow! I enjoyed the film a lot. I I do fall in the category that it is a Christmas movie. Yep. Okay. Uh, it ends with a Christmas song playing. Yep. yep. Um. Obviously, it's happening on Christmas Eve. A lot of Christmas ties are at yep. a Christmas party, so I do fall into that category. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a huge. So I try to during the month of December, like every night, have a Christmas movie on. Yes, I, I love fall that asleep stuff, dude. to it or like just have it on um, during dinner or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd say the top three must watches every year yeah. if that's what we're going um, would be uh, Christmas Vacation, obviously. Yep. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Yep. And then real, I mean, <sighs> Jingle All the Way. Okay, no, no Elf. I mean, but see, that's, it's Elf so hard. So to, good, it's man. so it's hard. So, yeah, it's so hard. I had Elf on the other night, but yep. it's so hard to get like just a three must watch because I kind of yeah. I have to check them all off. I have yeah. to I have to have Elf at least once, Home Alone at least once, Home Alone oh, two yeah. at least see, once. See the Home Alone. See that's the thing. So like, see, I like to go against the grain a little bit. Here's where my family I think differs. We the movie for Christmases, Reese Vince Witherspoon, Vaughn. Reese Vince Vaughn. Yeah. I mean. That movie makes me laugh till the very end. Okay. I mean, I I've not seen love it. that movie. And again, more of a more of a recent movie than I would say Die Hard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But here's where we take a turn. Resident Evil. <laughs> I don't know why. That's a Christmas movie. But my family and I, we every year we sit down and watch one of the Resident Evil films. Around Christmas? Like yep. on Christmas Eve. You're Christmas popping Eve, in Resident Evil. Evil. What is that even about? Zombies. We're fighting zombies and defending defending the world from zombies. Does it even happen around Christmas? Nope, I don't think so. What, so what was the tradition that's like? How did this spark? What was we the- at some point as a family? Like I don't know whether I was into it or like I just I find those movies to be awesome. Like just if you're gonna fight off zombies, I want that lady Mila Jovovich to do it. She is an incredibly just awesome mm. warrior woman. And the whole story of it just became fascinating. And once we sat down for the first one, even my mother was like, I want to see the second one. And then I want to see the third one. And then the fourth one. And then the fifth one. And I there's even another one coming out. So we just got just just Resident Evil. We're fighting zombies. Four Christmases, 
Resident Evil movies. I, you know what? Me and Mila Jovovich. I'm a big fan of Mila Jovovich and her shooting zombies. And yeah. and there's a great cast in those movies, too, oddly enough. Like, really random guest appearances in mm-hmm. The Warriors. You even got the lady from Fast and the Furious in the second one, I think. Um, uh, Mia. You got, like, well, that's her. Not Mia. Uh, Vin Diesel's lady. I don't know. Okay. Not well, that's fast fine. Furious it's guy. fine. Vin Diesel's lady, no big deal. Vin Diesel's lady is important. Family. Yeah, family, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, man. We're big for Christmas's family and slide right into Resident Evil wow. and Elf. Elf. I think Elf is Elf's a huge great. one for us. Yeah. And you know what my mom loves, though, too? What? Charlie Brown's Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom's a big Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, God. Yeah, that's... we got we to gotta have Charlie Brown's Christmas on at some point. That's beautiful. The little wimpy tree, like, you got to have that. We have a little, my mom has a little wimpy tree set up. And the the soundtrack for that one is just beautiful, Tremendous. too. Tremendous. You know, it's yeah. just nice little and Little guy easy. on the piano. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. That's great, like, cocktail hour at a oh, Christmas man. party. It's just such a good time. Time of year. I tell you what, I don't know why, but I tell you what, if the fires, I don't have a fireplace at my house, but if there is a the fire, I mean, there's a fire at my mom's house, the fireplace mm-hmm. is on, mm-hmm. the, little, the puppies are sitting by the, you oh, know, puppies yeah. are sitting by the fire. We got the Christmas tree there. Get some hot cocoa. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I see. I'm not a hot cocoa guy because of diabetes, <laughs> but I, but I will, I will have a, I will have a hot coffee perhaps. There's got to be like a diabetic, sugar free <laughs> version hot of hot cocoa, right? No, I'm out. I don't okay. like chocolate either. Man, no mashed potatoes, no chocolate. I know. I'm, I'm a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me some cinnamon rolls though, rolls though and some corn casserole would be fine. See, I got a lot of pushback actually on the corn casserole for yeah, the Thanksgiving episode. I did see that. Uh I I mean from like my mother, my mother-in-law. Really? Uh, she got into it, huh? People, uh, everybody my mom was just like ah. I, I didn't what, what are you talking about? I made corn casserole. My <laughs> yeah. mother-in-law asked my wife, she was just like, "Should I not make corn casserole? Yeah. Does Joey get like a <laughs> now, finger? Now your family holidays are like, changing." What? I was like, "No, <laughs> so I don't give a rip." the podcast game, you know what I mean? Suddenly family holidays are changing. I was like, I don't give a rip. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about? Have you seen Christmas with the Cranks? Yes, I, not as Tim much Allen. of a fan. I see. You know, I, that, I enjoyed watching it. I do, but I I don't know if I'm a big Tim Allen guy. So you're I do out on like the Santa Claus no, movies. See, that's the problem. Love the Santa Claus movies. Yeah, but I would rather watch Santa Claus like the one, the first one, sure. rather than I. As the second, was there a third one? There's a third one. See, I, I just, I don't know if I'm going past one. Watch I'm the just, second one. Second, second one's, good. one's okay if it's on ABC Family or something like that. Yeah. It's just on, and maybe it's like a pre-dinner. Mom's cooking in the kitchen, and we're all there, and like, yeah. okay, Santa Claus 2 is on. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to hear, actually, our listenership, what they think of that debate. About Resident well. Evil or about Santa Claus? No, the Santa Clauses. Yeah. Well, see, what weirds me out about the Santa Claus, the original one, is like, over half the movie is not during Christmas. It's like a litigation <laughs> battle with the kid yeah. and like yeah. he's figuring out whether he wants to be Santa. So it's like the first 20 minutes of that movie are great because it's Christmas Eve and he's like riding around doing his thing. And at the end, it's Christmas again. But like the whole middle kind of loses me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then Santa Claus 2, it's all around Christmas. So I like that. You know yeah, what I, mean? I agree. I, I like that. Well, yeah, you're not a big Home Alone guy, though? No, love Home Alone. Oh, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Love, feed, is, dude, feed me Home Alone. There's honestly. this crazy take out there right now that like Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. That's ridiculous. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's one of the most Christmas Calvin! movies ever. Yeah. Uh, you, Calvin, that's the chipmunks. No, 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 Kevin. No. Kevin. 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 This was K. Kevin. Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. Calvin and Chipmunks. Yeah. Sorry. I messed that one up. I thought I nailed it. Um, all right. Let's get into some questions okay. because we got some really good questions. And honestly, there are some there might be some Chris was talking here. Here we go. Here's an interesting one right out the gate. Um, 
If you have, this is from Hunter Carper. If you have two lasagnas and stack them on top of each other, is it just one big lasagna? <laughs> or is it, is it, what does that mean? Is it two? Yeah, no, or, it's, just, it's just, just one. It's just lasagna. It's, just it's all not lasagnas, just, not no. two lasagnas. No. Is that a, is that a plural? I, I don't know. Lasagna itself is plural. Is it? I mean, what's the singular <laughs> version of it? La, I don't, lasagna. <laughs> right? Great question. Yeah, it's no, all it's about just, the S's. It's just because it's stacked. It's it like, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, you can't, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I, now I'm hungry for lasagna. Yeah. No, I think it is. Lasagna. Do you guys eat Italian around Christmas time? You know what? We don't, uh, no, Italian I don't food? think so. No? I, well, I don't. I, I think at some point there's some Italian involved, but I don't know at what point. I don't know if it's the cr- dinner on the 26th or if it's like a Christmas Eve. I think Christmas Eve dinner is not normally Italian for us. Mm. What do you guys do Christmas Eve dinner? Yeah, no Italian. Okay, I like. Yeah. I love Italian yeah, food, man. Yeah, it's great. Um, we got a question from R Can Can Cayenne Three. Any plans to run the Daytona 24 hours? Uh, Joey, any plans to run the Daytona 24 hours? I will not be running anything. <laughs> I hate running. Yeah. Well, I would I would love to be in the Rolex 24. That is such a great race. But again, it's really hard to break into that sports car world, honestly. There's so many names that are just household names there, and it's all down to the rating system as well. There's gold-rated drivers, silver-rated drivers, platinum. Very difficult to break into. I, I, I do plan on – I would love to run it eventually because there's another question here about – Am I interested in sports car racing? That's from JC Zerneski. Um, and, and I and I would. I would love to I would love to be in the those DPIs or any of the LMDH cars. But again, we, we this is what we talked about with Hinch off you know off the mm-hmm. off record. Um, but you know it's it's so difficult to get into those seats because there's so many of these manufacturers that have had factory contracts with drivers since they were 21 that yeah went sports car racing right out the gate who are very talented. But I, I just, I, I think a lot of us, you know, again, I continue to go back to this all the time is like, why is Joseph Newgarden not offered a bunch of sports car seats? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of really good IndyCar drivers that don't go sports car racing because we just simply don't fit in. We or like, we haven't been given that chance. So yeah. I, I would love to do it. And I, and I do plan on continuing to, again, Wayne Taylor Great friend of our family, the Taylor family, and he runs one of the best teams in sports car. Alex Rossi drives for him, and I love talking to Wayne Taylor. But again, it's hard. It's hard, and he'll he'll even he'll even admit it. It's hard, it's hard to hard to break into it when you got a lot of good sports car guys who have been there for years. Wayne Taylor so, sounds like a country singer. Wayne Taylor is an awesome Wayne person. Taylor. Just an incredible family. Um, the mullet staying or going? It's staying. Chris Chris Heidi thirty two. It is staying. Good. It's getting trimmed Go. up. But it's staying. That's right. Yeah. Um, from B Kai's ST Connor, what's your pre-race meal? Also, what kind of hydration plan do you employ? Well, <laughs> I keep it pretty simple: pasta and vegetables before every race. How? That's, that's what how it is. Like what, at what point? Like when are you eating that? Uh, I would say two, two to two hours before race, or okay. maybe an hour and a half. What kind that's of pasta? What we're doing. Just. Pasta with red sauce. Okay. Just noodles, any type of noodles. Yeah. Just give me some carbs and give me some veggies. Uh-huh. That's about it. And I have a whole hydration plan that's wild. I, I use a lot of those um, little hydration tablets, the noon tablets. 
Um, they do not sponsor me. Yeah, a little extra hydration. Put oh, them in. Shit. Put two of them in a bottle of water. Hammer that down. Um, all kinds of hydration because boy, I sweat a lot. Dude, you I just have sweat to piss a lot. like crazy. Yeah, well, you do that until the race. You you pee 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 as much as you can. That's why we talked about tracks that have portalettes in the pit lane. Very very important. Um, and that's why all the drivers, as soon as driver intros is over, every driver's rushing to the toilet. And then once you're locked in the car, though, you start sweating everything out because it's so hot in the car. It doesn't matter if it's cold. You're still sweating out everything, and your brain is working the rest of your body, so it forgets about peeing. <laughs> it's nice. true. Unless okay. you're James Hinchcliffe and you're in a rain delay, and then you pee yourself. That's fine. James Hinchcliffe's done it before. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an interesting one from Nate, N8HN underscore A. Would you only eat... Plain boiled Brussels sprouts for a whole year for $5 million. That's a great question because that sounds to only eat, which I have actually just been told this, Brussels sprouts make your breath bad, apparently. Mm. Did you hear that? It makes sense. Yeah. I would do it. I want $5 million. I would do it. Every meal, a thousand percent. Count me in. $5 million. For a whole year to eat Brussels sprouts for every meal? Yep. All right. Here's the, here's the thing. Can I put sauce on them? Can I differentiate sauces? Maybe or is that hot sauce on there to give them a little kick, you know? A or little salt. Or something. Here, here's the thing with this, with this proposition. <laughs> One, you would be incredibly fit. Yes. Because you would have no bad things, all greenery. Like, you'd be, you know, very thin. Five million dollars, Two, dude. You would have five million dollars. I still would not do it. Oh, what, dude? Think that's three hundred and sixty-five days. That's a lot of that's eating. Dude. A lot that's, of eating. That would be really and think, hellacious. Think how much joy we get, you get from oh, yeah. a nice meal, at Prime Forty Seven. Yep. Or, well, they got or good nice Brussels sprouts. <laughs> or or, or, or Brussels a nice sprouts. Italian meal. I mean, eating is such a big thing, especially on my wife's side of the family. Yeah. I just I don't think I could do it. I, I could not trade my happiness for for that. I could Well, I wouldn't be able to race efficiently. So I would have to give up my job there you too. Go. Like I you I could not you can function on the no. racetrack living just off Brussels sprouts. So that's 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 a tough one. Yeah. I still think I would do it. Okay. Because I don't make five million dollars a year doing racing. So I'm saying no. I'm, I'm, I would, I'm gonna turn that down. I make way less than that racing. So man, if you told I don't know. So we'll see. <laughs> I still think that's a wild question. Where on earth did that come from? <laughs> I know, right? right? Yeah. Where on earth did that come from? Um, Darren Johnson, favorite livery of the IndyCars I've ever driven. You know what? This is an interesting one that I think one of my favorite cars that I've ever driven livery-wise, obviously the U.S. Air Force car is really cool. My Smithfield Indy 500 car in 2015 was, I think, one of the coolest cars. Number 43 after the King, Richard Petty. What's the livery? Smithfield. It's blue. Yeah, we didn't know each other then, but it was light blue with a little red and white stripe down the side. It was a beautiful car. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. think it was one of the most. And the, and the blue was so brilliant and bright blue, and it was one of my favorite race suits as well. Smithfield bacon and meat products. Oh, man, it was awesome. Does it piss you off when you have, like, kind of a crappy color scheme or, like, you know, scheme on your car like that? I guess, but see, I've never really had a bad one, I don't think. Okay. I think, I mean, like, the very first IndyCar that I drove, like, the very basic deal coin racing, like, white and blue, like, was not that exciting. It was like, uh, but, like, again, that was because there wasn't, you know, I just got into that car for one race. But it was, yeah. you know, not very exciting. 
Okay. And that's that's what's but like when you have a car that's like that car looks that cool. Yeah, that's yeah, neat. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So yeah, that was that was an odd favorite. But again, I think again, one of my favorites, still the shark teeth livery and my Indy 500 car from this year was awesome. Yeah. The shark teeth was cool. So here's an interesting question. I'm not sure if you know what these oh, favorite Christmas cookie from Mama Lo, Mama Lau, Mama Lo. Mama Lo. Favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas cookie? cookie? Like, are we talking gingerbread, or are we talking just straight up icing with the Christmas tree shape? Like, do that's, you cut out the cookie dough? That's what I was about to say. Yeah, the, dude, I could eat one billion of those. The ones where you have like the, yeah, it's a Christmas, Christmas tree, tree shape. You like put, a stocking. cut the dough yourself. Yeah, yeah, you slice it in there, and then you just put like some red, whatever that icing is, dude. I love me? icing. That's the best. Are you kidding that me? And the put the sprinkles on yourself. Yep. Still warm. Just. Those, oh my gosh! And the icing's melting on it. Yep. See, we're that's what we do as our families. Well, we make cookies. Okay. We make cookies. Other members of my family make cookies, and we basically have like a cookie, cookie swap. Yeah, cookie, cookie swap. swap. Yeah. A little cookie swap, but also there's like a cookie table in our house. Oh. So multiple different forms of cookies yes. and brownies. So we got these caramel cinnamon brownies. We got mm. different cookies. We got frozen. Uh, Oreo balls that wow. have like icing on them, but they're just molted up Oreos that have been chunked up. Incredible. Dang. It's a, quite a scene at the house. When does, it, does that take place on like Christmas Eve or Christmas? This is basically from December 24th to December New Year's. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say for our Christmas episode in a couple of weeks, if that happened before, we should bring you should have brought some in. But you know what? I will. It's all right. I will. That's okay. fine. I will bring right. some in. Right. Um, this is from Scotty Leisure. Connor, favorite supercar growing up. Do you have a favorite supercar growing up? What is that? Like an awesome car. Like what was your favorite car growing up? Just like that anybody can drive? Like a no, regular like person? like a dream. Like a, hey, if you were a kid and you were like, wow, that's what superheroes drive or that's what, oh. that's that's a my, my dream car. Yeah. Um, dude, I was big into, I don't know why I had like a fascination with like an all blacked out, decked out, Range Rover. Oh, okay. All right. Classy individual here showing up to dinner with all blacked out yeah, Range Rover. Like, all right. You know, nobody, I like those. Those are great cars. Yeah, like, you know what he's showing up in that car and not getting out with, like, a tight-ass black leather jacket <laughs> and, like, a really expensive watch and Clean. pair of boots? Yeah. Yep. Basically Max yep, yep, Chilton. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Well, Max Chilton, big Range Rover guy. <laughs> yeah. Big Range Rover guy. See? Yeah. See, I got asked in this specific question. There's several cars, which this is the exact era where I know exactly what Scotty's talking about because – all these cars were in Project Gotham Racing 2, which was a great game that I played on Xbox. Any Favorite tied to supercar? Batman? F50, Ferrari F50, Ferrari Enzo, the Porsche Carrera GT, the Saline S7, Lamborghini Murcielago, or the Dodge Viper. Those are all a very <sighs> a certain, yeah. very certain era, and I, I love this era because the Saline S7, again— Incredible car. Again, that was that was something again you played in Project Gotham Racing one or two. That was such a great car. But the Ferrari F fifty is like, oh my goodness, incredible. <laughs> and then again, the Ferrari Enzo, I was not a fan of. Very, very unique, very, very expensive car. Not a Ferrari F not a Ferrari Enzo guy. Enzo. I would say out of that group, give me the Murcielago, give me the F fifty. Okay. The Carrera GT. Oh, it sounds so good. It's so unique, and I love it. But I'm out on the Viper, out on the Celine because I heard it's bad on maintenance. Uh, out on the Enzo, F50, Murcielago, Carrera GTs, P3. Celine S7 I would love to have because it's very unique, and you don't see them anymore. Enzo sounds like someone I'd name my kid. Or a dog. 
Or my kid. Or your kid. Yeah, yeah Enzo's a pretty cool name, yeah. actually. Thanks. Uh, also, hey, shout out to Enzo Fittipaldi. He got injured in the F2 race. Uh, Pietro Fittipaldi's little brother. He's good. He's safe. That's important. He broke his heel and has some face stuff, but we always like to see drivers uh, being okay after yes. crashes. Uh, that was a big, crazy crash. So good. We love you, Enzo. Yes. Enzo. Um, so uh, this is actually pretty funny. Rogers, Roger Sobey. Current or recent IndyCar driver dad who is most willing to change diapers and who would be the least willing. So of the dads, Joseph Newgarden is about to be a dad. Joseph Newgarden is about to be a father. Ashley, Ashley, that's incredible Mm -hmm. news. Mm -hmm. That is a really interesting question. Which IndyCar driver dad do you think is out there just just doing diapers, changing them, or who's the least willing? Scott Dixon, most willing. Yeah, for sure. Well, Scott Dixon can do anything. Yeah, obviously. Scott, Scott yep. Dixon just seems like an all-around, just uh, great dad, um, great dude. I feel like he would have no problem doing that. Yep. Uh, I bet Joseph Newgarden's going to get in there and do diapers. Uh, yeah. But it, I, but I don't think he likes dirtiness. Joseph Newgarden yeah. is a perfectionist. So if that baby is out there pooping his pants and it's running up his back, I don't think Joseph's going to be happy to start wiping poo off a of back. See, but I think the perfectionist in him is like, I, I could see, I could see Joe having like a just iron diapers. Absolute, yeah. Well, this is <laughs> this is like system that's down to a science where he probably like <laughs> times himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. His Starts baby to, is only allowed to poop at certain times too. Like, oh, you better not be pooping right. now. Well, he'll like start a timer and be like, basically like a pit crew of diapers. Oh yes, and he'll like change and everything. Then he'll hit the stop and then he'll like try to set a record for himself. And definitely see Joseph doing that. Joseph's gonna have a poop stopwatch. Yes, I got to change the diapers. Yeah. Who would be the least likely? I'm trying to think of the other current. I don't see Will Power changing. Diapers. I don't know. You think Will Powers out here changing diapers, slinging diapers? You think he's gonna be doing that? They're doing that right now. Uh, yeah, I guess. I feel like Brian Hunter Ray probably does. See, I I don't know. I don't think I I think Ryan Hunter Ray is a very anti-diaper guy. I think he's like, hey Becky, here you go. Oh, his <laughs> wife's named Becky too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we all know who would be the least, right? Rossi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Rossi's not changing diapers. If he's ever going to give birth to a kid, imagine? he's not changing diapers oh on that sucker. God. I don't know. But I think being a dad changes you for sure. I think. Not that guy. <laughs> He'll be like, excuse me, the help. Yeah. Uh, they have pooped their pants. Can you please get taken? Someone take this do care this. Of? Yep. I, I hear you on that one. I hear you on that one. That's interesting. That was a great question, though. Yeah. I, I I am so excited. I text Joseph when I saw his lady put up their little pregnancy announcement. I yeah. said, I said, if there's one thing that makes me feel old, it's a guy that I literally like lived with in Europe and like have known since with, I was a yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, the fact that you're going to be a dad is just a wild thought. Like, yeah. it's just so crazy. But you know what? I used to call Joseph's dad. I used to call him Papa Pong because he used to be the, <laughs> the, the Robo Pong machine. Ah. The, their family created the Robo Pong yep. device. And he's like, guess what? Guess who's now Papa Pong? I said, yeah. oh, man, I can't wait to call old Joseph Papa Pong. That's do what you I used think, to call him all the time. Do you think that uh, this will be JNU3? Do you think he'll uh, Like he'll Joseph Newgarden the second? Third. Or the third? Yeah. Oh, 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 that's a great question. Pong I don't think first. he does that. I think he goes I think he goes out, 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 of, out of the out of the, uh, really out of the stratosphere think, with this name. I think Mrs. Newgarden, I think last time I was talking to her in Nashville, I felt I felt like she said she kind of liked it. Kind of really? liked the name. Like another Joe, huh? Maybe it's just Joe instead of Joseph. Well, or Joseph said, with a PH. She said that she said that uh, they call 
his dad, Joey, actually. His yeah. dad goes yep. by Joey. Oh, yeah. And I was yep. like, oh, hell mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yep. I love that. There it is. A lot of J's in that family. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I'm excited to see where that goes. This is uh, We're along for the ride here. I, I hope they let us know. Yeah. Hope uh, they let us know if it's a boy or a girl. Hope it's an exciting gender announcement. That'll be, yeah. That'll be, that'll, that'll be a beautiful family. It will be. It will be yeah. just very, probably an elite athlete or just the most beautiful boy or girl you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's going to be Chiseled or Disney Princess. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, oh, cool. Thanks for leaving us all out here looking terrible like we do. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Goodness gracious. Yeah. That's upsetting. Yeah. Um, this is, we'll, we'll finish off with this question before we go to the uh, – there's a couple okay. other ones. We got Best Burger in Indy, A.J. Hobson. Best Burger in Indy. What do you think about that one? Working Man's Friend? Do you go Working Man's Friend or do you do – I haven't been there. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. We I should, go. We should I, go there. At well, some point. me and Hinch have been talking about it for yeah. like months, but it just hasn't worked out. But yeah, we should. Um, best burger in Indy. Is that what you would say is Working Man's Friend? I just think because of tradition, yeah. But okay. I don't eat burgers anymore, so I don't know. Well, you know, I, don't, I can't think of a spot that's not like a chain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can go yeah. get a good burger at like Brew Burger or something. You know like where that. I've I've heard a low key really good burger is is uh, King Do right King Do Indy that oh, really? town. I've heard that their burger I, it's a pizza place, but I've heard that their burger is incredible. Fat Dan's has a really good Fat burger. Dan's yeah Fat Dan's is incredible really good Great burger spot. There. I love me and Deepu and the boys. We go there we go there and watch football games a lot. Yeah, their wings their wings are what they're known. You know, they're really good, oh, but their man, burger is very very good. Yeah, so those are a couple of spots. Okay, uh, a lot of people in town for PRI this weekend, but I got this. M. Cortoy, got any local food wrecks to check out while in Indy for the 500 and qualifying weekends? Uh, I'm going to list top five restaurants right out the gate. Uh, Livery's my favorite spot. Uh, Prime 47, incredible place. This new Italian spot just north of, of, of downtown. I don't know if you've been to it yet. Boca, incredible new Italian no. spot. Really, really. Oh, wow, man. okay. The food is Boca. outstanding. Oh, look, it's right across from that place called Babies, which is a burger spot. You ever been there? Nope. I have not been there either. Mm-mm. Uh, but Boca is incredible. Uh, Union 50 is one of my favorite spots. Uh, Bodie is an incredible, oh, dude. Not been to Bodie. I don't know these places. Bodie, Modita, all these places incredible. I I, I love all those spots. Uh And we obviously tell you, got to tell you to go to the Oakmont. The Oakmont's going to be a place where you're going to love and and enjoy with all of your life. Yes. You're going to enjoy the cocktails. You're going to enjoy the food. The Eagle is a good spot. I'm not a fan of that, but that's fine. Why are you not a fan of the Eagle? I just don't. I, I don't eat chicken. Oh well. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's really good. If you're looking for Italian, Maialinas in Fountain Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, go a little further south. Vito Provolone's in the south Ooh, side. All right. Iozzo's right. Yes. Just south of Lucas Oil Stadium. Those are the three best Italian spots, in my opinion. Um, Love so, that. Yep. That's it. So, uh, one more. If you could drive. Oh man, that's pretty cool. Hounds and horsepower. If you could drive one famous race car on any track, which car and where? I think it's pretty pretty easy to go with one of Michael Schumacher's Ferrari World Championship winning cars, um, and track? I would like to drive it at Spa, Spa Francorchamps. One of one of the probably the mid early two thousands Ferrari World Championship winning cars, maybe two thousand four ish. Man, those things were incredible. Nice. And drive that at Spa, that would be awesome. Um, spa at the spa. Spa. So let's we got we got great questions. Let's go into the Indy 500 random Indy 500 driver of the week. What though. we got? Um, you don't have it? your computer. I see Here, that right or no? Do you want to look at it on yeah, your phone? Yeah. No, I it's got, all right. 
I got it. Because I have it here too. We went real old with this one. We w we haven't broken into the old oh, old time old destinations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I found this very. Let's learn a little bit about the 1961 Indy 500. Okay. 1961 Indy 500. This is one thing that I found fascinating is obviously this is AJ Foyt's first first Indy 500 win. AJ Foyt 1961. Uh. Only 12 drivers finished the race. Oh, God. Which is wild. That's so 12 tough. of 33. And also, only one non-American driver, Jack Brabham. Incredible name. Interesting. Jack Brabham. But everyone else was American. So interesting time in the 60s. Obviously, you know, American motorsport. And there was a wild amount of people who obviously tried to qualify but did not make it. Um, this was back in just an incredible era. One name that I thought was really interesting of the people that failed to qualify, which we this is a secondary random Indy 500 driver of the week, Bud Tinglestad. <laughs> I love that name. Old I don't know who Bud is, but old Bud Tinglestad. I tell you what, poor guy didn't make the race. All right, I got him. I got him. Okay, up here so right this now. is so this is our random Indy 500 driver of the week. He finished fourth in the 1961 Ooh, Indy 500. I'm like his that. name. Shorty Templeman. Let's go, Shorty. Shorty. Shorty is his first name, apparently, in this racing reference book. Let I, me tell you a little bit about Shorty Templeman. Let me tell you a little bit about Shorty. I want to know about it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Shorty Templeman. So actually, his his real name is okay. Clark Thomas. Okay. Clark Thomas Templeman. So how? Okay. Clark Shorty. Tom, Shorty. Yeah. I love that in this document that i google all the time this racing reference website that they have the names that they go by because that's what we really want to know yes. i don't want to i i love to know that they're real name but shorty templeman finishing fourth in the indy 500 i i, I love that okay so kind of sad because he raced in the 1961 indy 500 and yep. then he died in 1962 well that is that is that is yes. sad we did not know um, that but now we know yeah r.i.p shorty he drove in the uh, AAA and USAC Championship Car Series, racing in the 1954. Is that the first dead guy? The that we've 1960, done? I think so. Man, that's 1962 sad. seasons with 42 starts, including the Indy 500 races in 55, 58, and 60 through 62. Finished in the top 10 16 times. Wow. Best finished was second in uh, 1961, and his best Indy 500 finish was fourth. Bingo. In 1961, 1961, the year before he passed. Well, you know what? Hey, R.I.P. Shorty. Incredible to learn about this man that we did not know about. Only forty three. You know what? But they, see, that was that was the era though where there was it was so dangerous, and I, these yeah, guys were just incredible athletes and just daredevils. I and I, I respect the heck out of that. I don't know if he. Well, here we go. Here, here we go. Templeman died as a result of injuries sustained in a midget car crash at the Marion yep. County, Ohio Fairgrounds track. There you go. See, my racing yeah. man. Men were men back then, and I tell you what, we respect the heck out of what they did, and I'm glad that we learned about Shorty. R.I.P. Oh. Shorty, but wait, what an incredible there person. Let's get a fourth of the Indy 500. Are we, we going a, deeper into oh, it? Let me get a photo of old Shorty here. Yeah, kind Shorty. of pay our respects. Pay our respects. Uh, that's a good-looking guy. That's uh, incredible. Now here we go. An this elite athlete, elite competitor, an incredible name. You know, All right, there he is. That's about his racing as yep. you get right there. That's a, that's an incredible American hero. There you go. We respect that guy. Rest rest in peace. R.I.P. Shorty. All right. But that was really cool. We're learning. Uh, yeah. See, this. I'm gonna get probably deeper into the. And it's you know what? If we're getting into the '60s, we're gonna have. Some we're gonna have some. Ones. We're gonna have some more R.I.P.s. I'm yes. sure. But you know what? We respect them. We respect them. Nice. That's incredible. So All that's right, that's what we learned. Um, next Wednesday or, or Tuesday, depending on when we record, will be my birthday. Uh, Woo! 
Ooh. I'll be 30. I don't know what. I don't know what <laughs> hey. we're going to do then, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll use that to try to get a guest on our show. There we go. We had Tucker Barnhart, poor guy. He said now after the holidays. Oh He's got a lot God. going on right now. Pushing, but, us, pushing us. But we love him. He said he wants. he does want to come on, yeah, and yeah. he feels bad. So at some point in the future, we will have Tucker on the we'll show. We'll get more. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have that. So, yeah, big couple weeks coming up because we got your birthday yep. next week, and then we'll have the pre-Christmas show there. Yep. Probably take a little bit of a break Next over the week holidays. Next week might be the, the last show before Christmas, unless you want to sneak one more in. We'll see. I think we should sneak another Christmas one. Okay, I agree. One, oh, let's uh, do a Christmas Do a Christmas episode. theme, yep. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a big couple weeks coming up. Thank you for listening, following. Be sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, following us on Spotify, Speed Street with Connor Daly and Joey Molinero. You can find us on YouTube as well just by searching my name, Joey Molinero. There's a full playlist right up there. Leave Bingo. us a rating. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, just because we love to hear from you guys. We see them. We love them, and uh, it helps bump the show up more and more in the algorithm, so it really helps us out. So if you do that, that'd be great. And uh, until next time, we will talk to you back on Speed Street next week.